0: The Small Queendom Podcast, episode 17. Hello, hello, and... Cannot believe I'm saying this. Happy October! What? Oh, my word. Well, okay. In good news, October is my birthday month, so woohoo! I'm going to be um, having some fun with that. So be on the lookout with that. But I'm just like, um, we are getting to the last 90 days of 2018, and I'm in denial. I'm in denial about it because I just feel like as I get older, the time flies by more, and I'm like, why is that? And I've been thinking about it, and I think it's because like when you're little, uh, so I have a five-year-old, but let's say when you're little and you're four years old and a year goes by, that's like 25% of your life, and as you get older, that amount of time, you know, that space, it just, it, it becomes less and less and less and less, so like when you're 50 and you, a year goes by, then it's like, I don't know, 2% of your life, so I don't know, I, time is such a, a weird thing, but anyway, happy October. And I uh, thank you for sticking with me when I had uh, my break last week. It was a great break. I was really able to just dive in to doTERRA's convention and really just soak in the moment. I'm actually going to be doing um, an episode about my takeaways from doTERRA's global convention. Um, So if that's of interest to you, you can be looking out for that because that's going to be in the very near future. But before we go any further in this episode, I want to thank everyone who has uh, rated and reviewed. And if you have not left me a rating and review on iTunes, I'm going to ask you to please go over there and it doesn't have to be long. Um, but if you just have a little something uh, to give me and feedback, or I uh, just want to give me a, a high five over there, that is just a huge, absolute huge help. And I'm going to read the rating and review of the week. This one is by Nicole, and she says, love, uplifting, and inspiring. Can't wait to hear more. Love this, Leah. Big smiley face. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you so much. And uh, don't forget to hit subscribe, however you're listening to this, on your device or on your RSS feed. Be sure to hit subscribe, and you will always get notifications of the Small Queen of Podcast on Mondays. All right, so let's get into this a little bit. Today, I am going to be pushing back on a topic that there has been a lot of noise and discussions and trainings and just a lot of attention given to throughout the years. And it is the idea of balance. It seems like balance is the topic that, you know, entrepreneurs, parents, just people in general like to spew out work life balance. And I have some, a few thoughts on it. But you know, I'm just gonna say that I feel like we are gonna be making strides in this topic and in this idea of what it looks like to have a whole and healthy lifestyle. And if you've if you've been listening to me on the podcast for any time, you know that I am all about seeing yourself as the whole person. Not just what's happening physically, but what's happening emotionally. And also what's happening spiritually. Like what is, what is the whole part of you? How is that going? And I think that it's time that I start talking about this topic of balance. And I would li- I'm would i just going to go ahead and say right now that I disagree with the way that this topic of work-life balance, you know, you need to have balance and you just, you know, I'm just working to find that balance. I'm really going to be pushing back on what I hear people talk about so much because I think they have it wrong. I think they're coming at it from the wrong perspective. And I'm just going to take a quick little tangent and I just want to shout out to all the millennials that are... Uh, listeners of this podcast like i'm a millennial i love being a millennial i'm turning 32 this month and i'm just i'm kind of at the beginning of the millennial uh, you know generation kind of i think that we are going to be moving the conversation forward um in a lot of topics i think that we are becoming more emotionally aware i think that we are getting to the root of problems and saying like the pattern stops with me and i just i just feel like um we're this is going to be the generation that turns things around uh, for a lot of reasons. You know, this um are the children that are born today actually have a uh, less of a life expectancy than the generation prior to us. Um and I think that the millennials are going to turn that around. They're turning more to wholeness and healthy. They're, you know, they're getting in counseling. They're figuring out what are those dangerous patterns. And I just love being a millennial because of that. So, rock on, people. Okay. Balance, or I should say there is no such thing as balance. So when I hear that idea of balance, you know, I'm a mother, I have two children, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a businesswoman, I have lots of ideas, I've got a I have a lot of things ahead for me in my future. I'm podcasting, you know, coming up with ideas and I'm am active in my church and in my community. I hear that word balance come around a lot, and I was at Camp Climb last month, or it's been a little bit more than a month, and I I was in a question and answer session where Jenna Kutcher was taking questions from the audience, and the question came up about like work-life balance, and she had a great answer, um, but I think it's something that people really struggle with. And so I'm just gonna go right out and say there is no such thing as balance this idea of balance to me like get I want I want to invigorate your senses here I want you to think about it when you think of the word balance what do you think of? Well for me I, I think of someone having to be like stock still like either juggling or having lots of spinning plates that they're trying to hold with their like five hands or like one foot and the head and their two arms and like their elbows. Or I think of like a gymnast on a balance beam, trying to do a routine and maybe holding like a cup of pudding, you know, in one hand while she's doing all this twirling. Like that's what I think of balance. I also think of that picture of like an ancient scale, like a weight or a scale. It's hanging and you're trying to get things just right, but it's super sensitive. And you, you know, you put a little over here and then it gets lopsided and then you, you have to like haul tons of more weight on the other side and then you might get a balance for two seconds. It just feels rigid and it feels like the people that are talking about balance, they are busy, they have hurried lives and they have a lot of responsibilities. And to be honest, as a mother this idea of balance a lot of times comes, I think, from a place of like shame or guilt or defeat. And I just want to add my thoughts to it because I think that we have room for growth in this area. So a basic definition of balance is equal or in incorrect proportions. Um, another way that you can talk about balance is a time allotted for achievement and or versus enjoyment. But here's the thing, like it is something uh, that it means Different things for different people. You know, like I think people think that if they want to have, let's talk about food, you know, balance in food, you know, 80 20. Well, I do agree with 80 20. You know, like I don't want to think that if I want to indulge in a piece of chocolate cake, which I love, uh, that I have to have a, you know, a juice cleanse afterwards. Or if I want to partake in a bag of potato chips, that I need to eat salad for two days later. You know, like that is the approach that. Uh, the idea of balance really puts you in, that you almost have to justify one for the other. And I think that is really not the idea. So I want to introduce to you a word that I probably am going to be coming back to a lot. And this word is harmony. Harmony. How pieces of a whole work together. And so let's, let's go back to the idea of a picture. When I think of harmony, I think of Many elements swirling together. I think of of movement. You know, if you've listened to me for a while, you know that I am a classical pianist. That's what I studied in school. I went to Radford University, woohoo, in Virginia, and I studied uh, I studied piano. And when I think of harmony, to me, it means you know tones, frequencies, chords melodic lines or patterns all coming together to give us a beautiful whole picture. And so when I think of harmony versus balance, harmony is organic. It's moving. It's flowing. It's an ebb and a flow. It's a give and a take. It's independent pieces all coming together and creating something beautiful. And for me, when I think about like, how do I want to live? What do I want my life to look like? It's not going to look like someone that I follow on Instagram. It's not going to look like my neighbors. It's not going to look like my parents. It's not even going to look like my best friend's life. It's up to me to craft and to create my life according to the dreams and the plans and the goals that I have that are God-given in my heart, according to the, you know, the vision that that my husband and I have for our children and for our own mission you know that is what is is going to bring harmony to our life so especially as an entrepreneur as a mother i want to feel like i can stop and reevaluate and say is this flowing is this working so instead of thinking like work life balance oh i have to you know feel bad that i've had a season of of deadlines and of content creation and of launch and I have to balance it out with a vacation where I'm just like giving lip service to rest whereas I feel like the idea of harmony that I can make my life flow and change and move in the way that works best and you know recently my husband and I we kind of had like a uh, we had to have a sit down and we're like you know there's some things that aren't really working and we had to communicate about the schedule and about you know different flows and needs of each other's work experience and and you know um, care for the children and things like that because we are equal partners in that you know while I was having that conversation I just kept thinking about the the goal of harmony like how can we make our life work for us and so that is something I hope to talk about more. So when you hear that idea of balance thrown at you, just say that is, that's a false choice. It's false. It's rigid. It's technical. And there's, you know, that is just like a, a never ending rat race. Whereas harmony has a completely different approach. And in true Leah fashion, I want to give you another sensory experience to help you get the picture of this contrast between balance and harmony. And I want to give you some hope and, and and some, you know, some beauty into this conversation. So what I've done is I thought about my classical music career and I identified a few pieces that to me, I feel like They really show the idea of balance and another one that really shows the idea of harmony. And I think that this will maybe help you think about it to a greater level. So I'm not trying to have any like copyright infringement here. Um, These are very old pieces. and So the first piece that I want you to listen to is about balance. And so this piece is very much well-known. I actually even performed this piece um, in college and it is by Johann Sebastian Bach it's from his first book uh, in the Well-Tempered Clavier. It's his 21st Prelude. So here's just a little snippet of this. And this is my example of balance. Um, it really truly takes a technician to pull this out. And it is, it's just a really great idea of like a balance between uh, tempo and dynamics and the two lines coming together. So here is my example of balance. Right. So the way that that pianist, he performs those two lines in such balance to each other is nothing short of impressive. It's highly difficult. This is this is taking a, uh, a technician of, uh, of wonderful technical skills to perform this. And I kind of joke that that chord that you heard right at the end, the chord that holds for a moment and then another little line goes on. I said, this is my example of someone who is trying to achieve balance. That's them on vacation for 2.5 seconds. And then they're right back at the rat race. <laughs> okay. So that is my example of balance. Now, to contrast that, let's listen to this piece that is my example of harmony. Now, you could pick a lot of different things too, especially in music. Very easy to find something that shows a lot of harmony and a beautiful use of it. You know, music is harmony most of the time. But this piece was written in 1565 and it's by Thomas Tallis and it's called If You Love Me and what you're going to hear is four beautiful parts soprano alto tenor and bass weaving in four independent lines singing very um in, in an ebb and flow manner, the dynamics are moving. Sometimes the line comes out stronger and the other ones take backstage and then the other ones come back in in their place. And it is very beautiful and you'll hear a unison at the end. And so this is my example of harmony. I love that piece so much because you can feel the movement. You can feel the intensity. You can feel that it's going somewhere. And then all of those four beautiful parts come together at the end in that beautiful unison when they sing that word truth. And I feel like if we... Could get a visual picture and those audio cues of the difference between, you know, balance, which is this, you know, pie in the sky, this ideal that is so difficult to achieve in real life and feels so rigid and technical. Instead, if we could turn to the idea of, being in harmony with our goals, with, uh, the mission and the love in our, in our life and in our heart, in what we're trying to honor and what we're trying to bring to this world. I just feel like we will find so much more success. So that my friends is my idea about harmony versus balance. And I would love to know what your thoughts are on that. So let me know over on Instagram, or you can email me Leah at smallqueendom.com and We'll talk about it more. I'm excited to be able to hash this out and break it down a little bit more in the future. All right, so I wanted to kind of talk about something I've also been jamming on lately. And I think this is a sign of personal growth in my life. Uh, You know, I have really come to the conclusion and kind of the humility that I've been a little bit of an Ebenezer Scrooge in my life when it comes to the idea of dreaming and dreamers and having a dream and following your dreams. And I I used to roll my eyes inside and scoff and, and think like people that think that their dreams can actually come true are like, the people that buy lottery tickets, you know, like this is, this is a luck kind of thing. Well, our convention that I was at all last week in Salt Lake City with Adam and 50 members from our team, it was the themed around dream And so to hear the dreamers, to see the dreamers, and to see amazing things actually happening, real work. People from Operation Underground Railroad, uh, Tim Ballard, who we have partnered with for years at this point, talk about his dream of ending sex, slavery, and human trafficking. How, you know, one bad guy at a time, one pedophile ring at a time, it is happening. And to see... Um, the story of Rafa House, who we also support, building an aftercare center to to care and to help restore and mend the broken and lost parts that were lost to, uh, people and and children and women who were. Kidnapped and into forced into such a horrible lifestyle that they could bring healing. You know, I realized like dreams isn't just about having you know unicorn ice cream and you know long walks on a tropical beach. Like dreams can have impact, and dreams are something of like making a difference. Now maybe some of you are like, yeah, duh, Leah. You know, like ah, sorry, I'm a little late to the game. But I just wanted to say that while I was at convention, a huge takeaway for me. Was this opening of a door, that idea of like dreams are real, and I can actually make them happen, and they're they're not just like fluffy stuff. Like a dream has can go hand in hand with legacy and impact. And so doterra does that so well. and I just I'm just grateful to be a part of people who are dreamers and who it's okay if I'm a little bit behind that because they are, you know, bringing me up to that standard. so, I love that. And I wanna give a huge shout out to Hugh Jackman because he was our surprise guest and just gave us a performance of a lifetime. And if you wanna see that really fun uh, video of him surprising us and coming out and performing the greatest show, I have that over on my Facebook page at Small Queendom. And I recorded it and it's super, super fun. And uh, if you are interested in what the new products are, we have 15 new products. I did an unboxing over on my Facebook page at Small Queen of, so you can check that out too. But I'm going to talk more about the convention in a different episode. digging several things and I'm just gonna lay them all out here I'm not gonna just do one okay so last winter I was at TJ Maxx and I bought a pair of free people they're called at ease flats or maybe they're called loafers I'm gonna call them flats anyway they are bright pink metallic and they are just like hello shoes but I love them they were like my style and I have been starting to wear them. They actually sat in my closet for a few, actually mm, about five or six months. And the story behind that is when I bought them, I did like a little picture of them and I put them in a popular mom group. uh, That's an off topic group from a very popular mom brand that I have purchased things from. And then I was in the off topic group on Facebook and I was like, Hey ladies, should I get this? Let me tell you, there are about 80 or 90 comments on my post and More than half of them were, no way, don't get them. And there were only a few voices that were like, absolutely, girl, if you can rock them, get them. So I bought them. But then I was like, intimidated. I was like, are people going to make fun of me because I have bright pink shoes? And this kind of came out of nowhere because I'm normally pretty decisive when I buy my clothes. And they sat in my closet for months. So last week at convention, I pulled them out. I'm like, I'm going to wear these. I wore them for two whole days and one super Comfy. I highly recommend that you check them out. They have lots of different colors and they're always changing the colors that are on the Free People website. But two, I had so many lovely people come up to me and be like, Your shoes are awesome. Oh my gosh, those are the best shoes ever. And it just felt good. So here's my takeaway from that. Like, if you see something good in someone else, even if it's their pair of shoes, tell them, okay? Just go ahead and tell them. You don't know what someone else is going through. And (laughs) even though it sounds really silly, like it's just a pair of shoes. It showed a little bit of an insecurity. It showed a little bit of people pleasing in my heart, you know, and I'm, I'm working and getting over that. But I was really encouraged when people told me they'd love my pink shoes. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be me. And so if you love to wear all black, then wear all black. If you have purple hair, then go for purple hair. If you love neutrals and, and, and awesome hipster hats, then rock that, okay? I'm just telling you, like, we need more of you. And I was just really you know, I just learned a little bit of a lesson, like stop worrying about what other people think, Leah. Okay. So I'm loving those loafers. Second thing I'm loving is this song by Kelly Clarkson. I'm not normally like a pop song kind of person, especially I'm not like a female ballad kind of person, but this one is awesome. It's called Invincible and it's by Kelly Clarkson. And it's just, it's gorgeous. It's like, you want to sing along and you want to go out there and get stuff done. So I've been loving that one. And my third thing is I have been rocking my Jade Facial Roller. Now, in episode two with Spring, E-Step, and Creating Community, we kind of joked about the facial roller, um, but I totally bought one and I've been loving it. So it's a handle with jade stone on both ends that's smooth and it rolls, and I actually use it in my skincare routine. So I've been um, doing an oil cleansing method, which is basically using some kind of fatty oils like jojoba, grapeseed oil, almond, castor oil um, to cleanse your face because oil actually unclogs pores. So I know it's kind of weird, but that fat is going to um, kind of melt those clogged pores. And so it's a great thing to use the oil cleansing method. I've also been adding our new essential oil, Yarrow Palm with my blue tansy and with my jojoba oil. So I've been washing my face with that, but then I follow it with my jade facial roller and I'm loving it y'all, I feel so fancy. It's like, it's like queen stuff, okay? So the stone is kind of cool and you're rolling it over your face, which helps to like relieve any kind of tension, close your pores, it just feels amazing. It's gonna increase circulation, help promote lymphatic drainage, um, and it also helps with fine lines and wrinkles. And it kind of, think about like gardening, it almost like tills the ground of your skin. So it's like, you know, it's like making the the tone of your skin and like the, the skin just kind of like open up and it's just all sorts of great, good stuff. So I've been using it with my oil cleansing method with jojoba oil and my yarrow and blue tansy and oh my gosh, I used to be someone that was self-conscious about my skin and now I love it. So Definitely get you a facial roller and start incorporating it. Be sure you hit that subscribe button before we end up here. And if you're listening to this podcast, gosh, you would make my day if you would screenshot it and tag me in your stories. It just, oh my gosh, it makes my day to be able to connect with you all. We're growing every single month. Even in September when I didn't have that fourth episode come out, we still, month over month, we're continuing to grow and add listeners. And I'm just so excited about the community that we're creating. And I'm so excited grateful to have you be at the beginning of it because one of my dreams and you know you can just say I remember Leah way back when one of my dreams is to have my podcast hit top 100 podcasts and I know that that is going to mean it's going to move and it's going to grow and it's going to change and I'm just ready for that journey and I'm just thankful that you are here and I'm, I'm really thankful because I feel like these past episodes these past couple months are giving me the practice that i need to speak into a microphone and when i'm you know when i'm saying this i'm just sitting at my desk by myself and adam always takes the children out so i have a little bit of quiet and i just want you to know that you have a place with me and that i want this to always feel like it's just friends chatting and i want you to know that i believe in you so hard and that this exercise of my podcast I am just really learning to be brave, to dream. And I'm excited because I am really going to be getting to the heart of what I would say is my message that's growing. So you all can just say, I remember Leah way back when, (laughs) when she didn't know what she was doing. (laughs) Anyway, that's all I have for you today. Um, I, I, I think the world of you. I think the world of you because you keep showing up to your life. I believe that you have something to give and I believe that when we can create a beautiful inspiring queendom where we can thrive, where our souls can thrive, where our family can thrive, that only wonderful, good, powerful things will come through that. Because it is the people that actually dare to do something that get stuff done and is that the people that actually dare to step out and try something new and be innovative that truly change the world and bring difference and change and, and love and wholeness. And so that's what I see in you. And so I just hope that you have the best week and you take care my friend. Bye-bye.